This episode of the John Talks podcast with Joe Brown and Ted Trendacosta picks up where we left off on Tuesday. On that pod, we chatted about baseball and talked about our favorite moments. This time, it's a little more fun for Joe and Ted. First, we're going to draft our favorite video games and then our favorite Pokemon. I had a lot of fun talking to the guys, and I think you'll enjoy going down memory lane with us. So here is part two of my conversation with Ted Trendacosta and Joe Brown. All right, let's move to the next topic. So now we'll move over. So, Joe, you have the first pick. Ted, you'll have the first pick right. in this one. We'll go with favorite video games. This is from, uh, what did I say, the fifth, sixth, and seventh generation. Basically, 1995. Well, that's not what yeah. you said, actually. Well, I'm saying this. Now. <laughs> 1995 to 2012. He's moving the goalposts. I'm moving the goalposts, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be like the NFL on this. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I, could, I couldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, all right. So, Ted, your favorite video game and why? Number one. Oh, I mean, it's simple. It's Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. That Ooh. game that game shaped so much of, like, I grew up skateboarding as a kid. I don't do it much anymore. I've forgotten everything. I've been trying to relearn. Uh, I just wanted to skateboard as a kid. It shaped a lot, a lot of my the music I listen to now in terms of ska and punk and all that. And it was just so arcadey and so much fun just to, like, have fun. Like, just, like doing impossible skateboarding stuff it's it's my a top four game for me easily you like that more than thug yeah i don't like the story like i like thug thug is good i played thug 2 a lot more but thug 2 isn't good that's tony hawk underground for us yeah Yeah, no i know i i got i got so addicted to tony hawk's pro sky i think number two i got so addicted to playing that i used to think that i could skateboard because i was so good at the video game Oh, and yeah. that just seemed to be a theme for me. Like, for instance, I thought I was the greatest guitarist after Guitar Hero. Uh, so so that didn't happen for me. But, yeah, that was fun. I used to love painting the town. I don't yeah. think that was number three or number two. But, yeah, yeah it, it was amazing. That, that was such a great franchise. It really was. Yeah, and, it, and like, then Tony Hawk Ride happened, and it fucking yeah. sucked. That was well, the, the remaster's like, coming out. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. I have Skater XL. I don't need – they made Bomb Bomb Hit Mountain in Skater XL Judge. Okay, but can you tell Perez how I'm Nostradamus? How I guess perfectly guessed who your favorite skater of all time was? Yeah, I was playing uh, playing skater, and the judge was like, "Was your favorite skateboarder growing up Bucky Lassick?" And I, I was said, like, "No, no, no." I said, "I bet your favorite skater was yeah. Bucky Lassick. Was it Bucky Lassick?" Yeah, Dude. I wasn't gonna lie for the for it. I was gonna be honest. <laughs> now my favorite skateboarder is Rodney Mullen because I appreciate um, freestyle and street skating so much more than vert. All right. There you go. I don't know what any of that means, but I really enjoyed uh, skating. All right, my turn. My first video game. It's my favorite video game of all time. It's an oldie, but a goodie. Spyro the Dragon, the original one. Yeah. Uh, I love the campaign in that. I'm replaying it again. Uh, my girlfriend was so great to buy the re the reignited version. Um, that hey, Judge, they... you were playing that recently, weren't you? Yeah, I still I still play it recently. I beat number one, and I'm halfway through number two. Oh, I'm on my third way through. Like, oh, oh nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just a great game. But I love the first one so much because it's just so simple. The gameplay is 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 pretty simple, and I just always loved collecting things. I guess that's why I was a huge Pokemon fan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so collecting all the dragons, the eggs, and I know those levels like the back of my hand, and I still love the flying levels. Uh, I always thought Spyro was underrated. Like it wasn't properly rated amongst. Uh, 
uh, you know, like gaming magazines or G4 or any of that. Maybe that's just because I had a biased mind and it's a kid's game and it's not going to be up there with, you know, Halo or Grand Theft Auto and all that. But it was still my favorite game. But the cool thing about the reignited version on Xbox is if you're a huge Crash Bandicoot fan, like it comes with the other original Crash Bandicoot games. And I started playing Crash Bandicoot. That game is trash. Like Crash Bandicoot is terrible. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Wow, and it's just dude. so complicated. And, like, I, I can't get through the first world. Um, so because I'm such a terrible Crash Bandicoot player, that's why I think it's trash. Wow, that, that is a, that's a friendship-ending statement that you just said there. Because Crash Bandicoot is so, so important to me in my childhood, you know, gaming. So that hurts first. It's all about Crash for Smash. <laughs> I will say, though, I do agree with you that now that I'm playing through the Reignited trilogy, like, Spyro is not as appreciated nearly enough as it should be for how good those games are and how just fun they are, enjoyable. Um, Something's I'm happening sorry. with Ted. I'm yeah, sorry Ted to um, I just saw a tweet. Uh, Ramon Luriano charged the app Astros dugout and an absolute melee happened. No. All right, so we got to get through these afterwards. I mean, I'm just seeing pictures and it's... I mean, it looks like a regular. I mean, I already love Loriano to begin with, so. So, uh, and I just—it's a screenshot of uh, the dugout and someone screaming protocols. Oh, jeez. All right, we but, can go. We can keep going with judges. Oh, Sorry, no, but, but just one last thing. No, you're right with Spyro. Like, it really is unappreciated. And I have to say, like, my girlfriend and I, like, I mean, she's been helping me a lot too. Um, she, I, she really got into it. She didn't play as much as as a kid because her brother would always take over the controllers. But I mean, she's really good in the reignited version. Um, and she certainly helped me. And there are times where, like, um, she'll catch me in the middle of the night when she's got to get up for work and she's playing and vice versa. I'll catch her playing. So it's been pretty fun. All right, Joe. All right. Well, since my list is a little different, my list is my favorite games from the late, late 90s to early 2000s, which was the homework assignment, which is 1996 to 2004. So We all had different – we all paid attention to different things. <laughs> well – Whatever, whatever genre, whatever rule set we said, this wouldn't change because my number one, of course, is Pokemon Yellow for the Game Boy Color. Obviously, I George holds the world record the, in the speed run for Pokemon. That's Yellow, not true. My way. speed run time is actually terrible. At it's it, I got number get, one world there. record. <laughs> yeah, I'm only off by like an hour and twenty minutes on that category. Um, but obviously, I played red and blue with my brother when they came out, and then yellow came out, and you. Got to have all three starters in your team, and I could be more, you know, that's to this game. That's prob that's probably the game that I've started and completed more than any other game in my life. That's probably the most time I've put any hours into in any of the Pokemon games, like cumulative over all the years. And if we're a part of any list, it's still Pokemon Yellow, number one. I'm trying to think of a franchise that successfully connected um, gaming trading cards and a TV show all in one. Because, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yep. tried, Digimon tried, and, like, they, they're not even at the level. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!'s close, but, like... But, like, the first weird. season of Yu-Gi-Oh! But, yeah. like, Yu-Gi-Oh!'s also weird where it's, like, the games is just the trading card game already, which it seems like it's cheating in a sense, you know? Right. But, like, because it's not anything different. It's still, you're still doing the same thing. Right. Ninja Turtles. Boom. They had... They had games, they had TV shows, they had everything. Parker Mouse is from Mars. There you go. All right. Well, there you go. 
All right, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to count yellow version as like red and blue version as well too? Like so we can't Gen one, you go in general. I would one. I would say yeah, I would say I, yellow I, I say yellow gets rid of red and blue. Yeah, because okay. I was gonna say if I said emerald, that would take away Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah. In my mind. Okay. I wasn't gonna pick red and blue anyways, because I assume Judge would have picked that anyways. I was like, well that's why waste time even right. putting that down. Oh, I had red on mine. I was thinking maybe uh, maybe I, it falls I the second round. Nah, <laughs> I was just like there's no way this is gonna get anywhere close. All right, first pick of round two. Uh, this is – I don't know how many people have played this game. I feel like I'm the only person in the entire planet that has played this game. And it's Alan Wake. I missed prom because of this game. Because what? I – I've never heard of this game. Alan Wake I was know a, it. is an ex – It's I was so engrossed and so into it that when I was playing it that I lost track of time. And I, it's the first time I ever finished a game start from end to end – without stopping and uh and it was the it paved the way for me to care about more story driven games and care more about a story being told than like gameplay multiplayer stuff like i probably don't play witcher 3 which is my all-time favorite game if that could have been included i'd have a 20-minute diatribe about that game like that game is above and beyond my favorite game and i probably don't like that game as much as i do if i don't play alan wake that's respectable. Judge, did you play that game? No, I did. I'm definitely. I'm aware of it. I remember it coming out. It's just I didn't play it. What system was on? This is me. And like, I, it's, I'm sure Xbox, it's Xbox 360. Okay. It was sure an exclusive. People, yeah, there's probably a bunch of people just screaming like, "How do you Perez? How do you know this game?" I don't. I'm sorry, but no, I understandable that you don't know this game. I feel like no one. No, knows it's definitely what... it's definitely kind of on the the lower end of like popularity. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't. I would not feel bad about not knowing Alan Wake. Yeah. Okay. That's why I preface it with a game no one would think about or knows because it's it's. I feel like it doesn't get a lot of credit, mainly because I'm I have such big rose colored glasses on for it. But. Okay. All right. My pick. Uh, second round pick for me is going to be Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Uh, I thought it was the best campaign of all the Grand Theft Autos. Um, maybe because it was different. It wasn't like. Um, cocaine trafficking and like uh, a Vice City type. I'm trying to think of of the right uh, the right medium that Grand Theft Auto Three and Grand Theft Auto um, Four were. But but yeah, it, it's totally different. It's set in the '90s. I love '90s hip hop. Um, I love everything that went down there. I love that they made Ryder look like Easy E, and 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 the whole map was so comprehensive and really thought out. And for a PlayStation Two game. I thought it was really cool. Every time uh, E4, it's especially um, not Attack of the Show. What was the other game, Judge? You would know, X-Play. Every time X-Play would feature Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for a half hour, I probably watched that at least 200 times. I had <laughs> I had the I had the full manual. My friends and I in, in eighth grade would joke that we called it the Bible. Uh, it was, <laughs> and, and we all bought one. Like, instead of one person just buying it and we all read it, we all bought one and read it together in class, and that counted as our reading assignment, which which was crazy. So shame on our eighth-grade teachers um, <laughs> for that happening. But I, I thought it was great. And, and, like, you know, some underrated voices in it. Samuel L. Jackson plays the cop. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. He's uh, Tenpenny. Yeah, like, you have to look at that cast. Like, it's pretty good. That game still is, like, in the zeitgeist where it keeps, like, a meme from that game keeps being, oh, like... Yeah brought up first it was like that order for a while and now it's the oh here we go again right mm -hmm. like that yeah. game is still in the like public eye of like things people like bringing it up 
and the the hot coffee scene is like also important yep. in video yeah. game history. So. Yeah, yeah, that almost made my list. So I'm uh, I'm proud somebody else picked it up. Okay, all right, Judge. All right. Well, again, ninety six to two thousand four. Oh, because if this I get was, it. if this was, I would have Kingdom Hearts two in this slot, but it came out in two thousand six in North America. So, hey, in- Judge, I just pick want it, you- pick it. But Judge, can I just let you know one thing? What I need you to know about something that's really important right now. Oh God, what is it? Did you know that when you walk away, you don't hear, <laughs> you don't me, hear say, me say, <laughs> "Please, oh baby, don't go." Simple and clean is the, is the way that you're making me feel tonight. feel tonight. Shut up. All right. So that's not going to be on the list. Instead, I've got one game. I've got one game that's from 2007, and that's it. All my other games are between that time period, Judge. So if you if you want to go outside of 96 2004, look, just let him pick his. Just let him pick his. Super Mario Sunshine oh. for the Nintendo. Oh. My favorite Mario okay. platformer of all time. I remember really? getting it. I like Odyssey more, but. I um, I love Odyssey too, um, <clears throat> but I got a GameCube for Christmas with my brother, and we had Sunshine, and like I just, I I know even as a kid I never even beat Sunshine, but we still played so many hours of like I love the island theme, I like the water, I like the world, I like Delfino and all the people, like uh, so yeah, uh, the obviously I've I've speed run, speed ran, I don't know the proper tense term for Mario Odyssey. Uh, I've never speed ran Sunshine before, but the the one that I have clocked the most hours into watching is definitely Sunshine. So that's my number two. Sunshine's a great Mario classic game. game. Yeah, criminally underrated. This is going to be another Xbox 360 game. I think it was also on PlayStation, but La Noire. Ooh, okay. Which is, I think that's the game I've played start to finish the most. Uh, out of all of them, because Alan Wake, I've only played once. Witcher Three, I've played, I've started so many times, but I just like I, I get lost exploring the world. But Eleanor is one I play start to finish, which it's another very incredibly story driven game. It's like goes against what Rockstar usually makes in terms of like how you play, and like I like the puzzle solving, I like the questioning and all that, and like really trying to like. It was the first game that had that like super like facial recognition so you can model people's faces so you try to see little like ticks and stuff to see if they were lying or not and i really enjoyed that aspect of the game it's pretty cool Uh, yeah that's a great game with a great story great setting like everything about that game worked so perfectly yeah i streamed that game from uh my bathroom once in uh 2015 not bad there you go (laughs) some fun fact All right, Judge. Here's here's the pick that that causes all the hoopla, um, because this was after your, or at least my mandated time period. I'm going with Halo Three. Uh, oh! I love Halo Three. Just got remastered. You can play it again on PC. It fucking rolls. But you know what though, and this is probably gonna really grind Judge's gears. I just love the multiplayer so much, and the online play more than the campaign. Like oh, the campaign Halo, Halo was Three phenomenal. multiplayer is iconic. That's totally yes. fine. Totally fine yeah. take. No, a hundred percent. And and I just loved all the levels. You know what I love so much, and they got rid of it out of nowhere was the rocket races, because I was never as good as my friends. My mm-hmm. friends were always like a level seventy five, and I was like a level ten. But since I played with them, I was going against guys in their fifty, you know, like level fifty and above or whatever. <laughs> and I was just so terrible. But when it came to the rocket races and driving the banshees around in Valhalla. 
That was amazing. Valhalla is probably the worst place that you can go if there's only like two other people in your crew. <laughs> like it is the worst map because it's just so long. But yeah, Halo Three just had so many, so many great, uh, great moments. Um, some memes are still pretty funny. I remember watching Arby and Chief on uh, mm. on YouTube, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was hysterical. Um, yeah, whenever I think of that game, I just think of my high school friends and having fun with them. So, yeah, Halo 3, that's my number three pick. Uh, I remember having a lot of, like, LAN parties with my friends where we would get a couple Xboxes and, like, have, like, eight, like, eight, 16 people games in high school. Just all at one house, just playing. Yeah. Uh, I I was going to have Halo 2 on my list, so now I can free my list up because Halo has been represented. That's all I cared about. That's good because I have no idea what my last game is going to be. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, I will say just to add on to the Halo, just like weird how the the world turns. So Halo 2, my brother, he was in – he – uh, I played on a team. We did like a local tournament in our town at like our like YMCA, like a, a land tournament of like a bunch of teams before. And I played with my brother, his classmate, me, and then his the classmate's younger brother who was younger than me. So we were terrible. They had literally like two children on their team. And even my brother and his friend were still also children. So we were just God awful at it. Years later, the kid rushes for my fraternity that I'm in in my college, and I'm like, why do I know this name? That kid that was on my team at the tournament in my hometown went to the same college as me and rushed my fraternity oh, and is now my fraternity brother. So it's just like how weird the world is connected. So that's just my little halo tidbit there. Um, but, you know, I'm going to throw a curveball here because I don't want Ted to take it just in case. Dude, I don't even know what I'm going to pick. Sometimes, well, now he's going to make it even harder. Because sometimes in life, you need some inspiration. Sometimes you need someone to tell you to follow your rainbow. <laughs> and I'm going to choose <laughs> Sonic Adventure 2 for the Sega Dreamcast. That was, I loved the Dreamcast. I was a huge yeah, fan of it. I had so many yeah. games. It was so ahead of its time. People just didn't understand what was so good about it. Um, I had like every Sonic game that was on the Dreamcast and Sonic Adventure 2 was um, one of my first Sonic games. Shadow, who's like arguably one of my top three favorite characters in all of video game history. That's where he made his debut in Sonic Adventure 2. Um, and obviously, Ted Ted is streaming it over at uh, Twitch.tv slash Uberman of Steel. If you want to buy you can they're selling of the vinyl record for, for pre-order this month. If you want it, you can get it. I forgot. Uh, I forgot. I actually, don't know the website. <laughs> I sent the link to for uh, to judge. Yeah, but, uh, awesome. I'm I'm on the fence if I'm buying that soundtrack because that no, soundtrack not, is that's so good. good. It's that still, soundtrack is so good. Live and Learn, Cityscape, Pumpkin Hill, like it's literally iconic. And um, yeah, that's what that game is. What jump started my love for the Sonic franchise and the game and the comics and you know the lore and everything. Judge, let me ask you this because you know more about history um, than I know uh, for video games. When do you think it would have been appropriate for the Dreamcast to come out? to where it would have gotten the recognition and would have continued the continuity uh, of being one of the best game, system, game consoles. 
probably the next gen with 360 Xbox 360. PS3. Okay. Because in 2001, 2002, I just think households weren't ready for the idea of like internet connected gaming consoles. Mm-hmm. And like, say, like, I think they had like the special um, storage system into the controller and it let you connect to, to the internet in the, the house and stuff. So I just think the world w- didn't have the technology. You know, it'd be, I don't know, it'd be like, It'd be like in 2002 giving someone an iPhone from 2009. You know what I mean? Like they just weren't ready for that type of technology yet. So yeah, I, would that's say, I would say it just needed one more generation. But Sega mm-hmm. wasn't going to last that long, as right. we saw, because they already stopped making consoles because of the Dreamcast. Gotcha. All right, last round, Teddy. Uh, can I say Tetris, even though it technically didn't come out in that time, but other iterations have come out in that time? I mean, why not? Uh, yeah, so the Tetris. That is uh, a game I'm it's just I'm very good at. We used to play it all the time. Like there was a website you could do like make a room with your friends and like you would battle each other and we'd do that all through high school. Uh that is a game when I'm at Barcade in the before times, I would always find the Tetris machine. I had the top score in, on the machine for a good while too. Uh, it's just a game I'm just very good at, and like my mind is very skewed to thinking it that way to play that game. Have you played Tetris 99? Yes. Uh, I had like my win percentage was like 50% for a while because I, oh, wow. I would win more than I would lose. And I remember my friend just had it on his Switch when I was at his place, and they just played it. And he was just like, I don't want to do anything else. I just want to watch you play Tetris for the rest of the day. Uh, I was never good at Tetris. I, I I can really appreciate someone who has the ability to to manage their board and know what pieces are coming next and everything. It's 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 impressive. Yeah, no, it's a real skill. I mean, it's I was always jealous of people that were good at Tetris and Minesweep. Oh, I can do Minesweep oh, too. Minesweep I'm terrible. Is, I hate, but at the when you do expert on Minesweep, it really sucks. It's when you get to the last like two tiles, it's always a fifty fifty. You have to guess right instead right. of actually like think it through, which oh. is super lame. Okay. All right, my last pick. Uh, I'm undefeated in this, and I'll take all challengers. I know I said Crash Bandicoot is trash, and I stick by that pick, but oh, I'm going with racing. Crash Team Racing. Yes, that is correct. Oh, yes, what a I love that game. Wow, what a it is amazing. Uh, the levels are phenomenal. The campaign is great. Uh, and, and the one thing I like about Crash Team Racing is they kind of went off the Mario trail in that, you know how Mario's like the most average player that you can choose in all the Mario games? Crash is actually the best. Like he's he's actually the best racer in those games. But some of those levels were just iconic, man, and it was great. And and the best feeling on the PlayStation controller was when you when you hit R one off a jump and you just skid it up, and and you just darted fastly. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I can't name any characters uh, for Crash Bandicoot, unfortunately. But I was always Crash. I always won. I'll take any <laughs> challenges now. Um, and I thought it was amazing. So that's I would my tell you. That's like, that's like a Russell Wilson third round pick that you just. That's like, <laughs> that's like a Tom Brady pick one ninety nine that you just threw out there. That you just unbelievable value for its placement. <laughs> yeah, that's my last pick. I thought it was great. I love it. All right. Well, I don't know how I could possibly follow that up. That's like, uh, oh, that's um. Who did who's it? Who did the uh, Trailblazers take before Jordan? I forget. It's Sam like, Bowie. Sam Bowie. I was gonna say Sam Bowie. I didn't want to say it wrong. It's like that's like you picking Jordan, and then I chose Sam Bowie <laughs> like for my next pick. All right, 
I'll say a game that was very important to me as a kid and still to this day is for my last round pick would be Banjo-Kazooie for the Nintendo okay. 64. Uh, obviously, that's another platformer on here with Sunshine. Um, Banjo, like, stupidly as a kid, was like, oh, my name's Joe, too. So I, ar- I already connected, obviously spelled differently. There's no E in Banjo. Um, but I really love Banjo and Kazooie. I love pretty much everything Rare made at the time, all the Donkey Kong games, and especially Conker's Bad Fur Day, which I didn't play at the time, obviously, because I was a kid. But later on, I appreciated it. Um, but just platformers and collectathons in general, like, to this day, I still love Banjo. I listen to Banjo music. I screamed, like, to the high heavens when Banjo's trailer got announced uh, that he was going to be in Smash Ultimate. So, like, it's he's still one of my favorite video game characters ever, and yeah, Banjo Kazooie, final pick. Yeah, Nuts and Bolts is a really great game. That's Shut a good up. Pick. Yeah, it's no, it's no Crash Team Racing, but yeah. All right, honorable mentions. Oh my god! I mean, there's a million. I have, I have, I could, I rented <clears throat> you from, so I have none. Well, okay. all right, honorable mentions. The other game I played a lot as a kid with my brother was Cruising USA for the N64, uh-huh. which was like one of those arcade games, but we had like a con, you know, like the console version of it. That would right. be my. Uh, my consolation pick in in that genre or in that uh, time frame, maybe Phoenix Wright, because I played that game a lot, which is just a visual novel as you're a defense attorney with great music, with great music, yes. And I um I really enjoyed um I really enjoyed Ratchet and Clank. Ooh. Oh, that new one looks so good. It does. Yeah, I haven't um I haven't played that in forever. Um. Maybe if they make a yeah, like you said, maybe I'll maybe I'll pick it up soon. All right, last round. Maybe we could just speed through this because I don't know anybody past uh, Ruby and Sapphire when it comes to Pokemon. Uh, your favorite Pokemon lineup. I got the first pick in this one, uh, deservedly so because I'm going to pick the best Pokemon ever, and that's Charizard at the number one pick. Um, Charizard is so amazing in everything that he does. I like how um, Perez devised this uh, yeah, system he was in the which first. he got the first pick for this one. <laughs> he was yeah, he was the first holograph card that I got. Um, it really shows he had a Shaquille O'Neal type impact on uh, <laughs> on on Ash's uh, on Ash's Pokemon lineup because you know when 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 he wanted to play he was phenomenal he was a dominant force oh my God. Um, but he never you know there were times when he didn't show up and unfortunately you know when you have a, a really a really uh, Mamba mentality uh, type of Pokemon that didn't have the, the the natural tools like a Pikachu. You know, I'm equating Pikachu uh, to Kobe Bryant here. Um, it really just shows the impact of Charizard just not showing up in the uh, Pokemon uh, Pokemon League, um, and, and just the way that he destroyed Ash. And what's funny is like he forgot what got him there. You know, he didn't realize that Ash was the guy that saved him. You know, Ash was the guy that looked out for him and saved his life. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, um, it, it, it just it wasn't meant to be for Ash at that point. I don't like that he continuously loses. I know he won recently, but he should have won when I was a kid because then I wouldn't have thought Ash was a loser uh, growing up. And I started on him winning. It's, don't get us started. You'll dude. get a, you'll get not an argument, but just a back and forth about how we agree on the same thing for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. So I'm going I'm going with Charizard for the first pick. All right. Well, <sighs> I'm going to pretend like that was going to be my first pick. 
Oh man, but it was it is not. So um, I actually like the idea of Perez saying, "Oh, you know, get this out of the way. I only know Gen one through three. and like he just comes out with like oh, <laughs> Shaquille. Oh, he's just like Shaq. He can <laughs> no, 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 Kobe Bryant. Around like he's gonna choose a late post. Like, oh, I just love Magirna. Like out of nowhere, <laughs> he doesn't know. You know, who you know Scalopede is really just. I love how he looks. Like, he's just trying to fake us out, thinking we might like a later Pokemon. That's no, I'm I mean. convinced he has none up the, up the gun. Uh, right, so, this is my number one Pokemon, obviously. Uh, my favorite Pokemon of all time is Lucario, for anyone who knows okay. me. Uh, he's a fighting steel type. Obviously, people who don't play Pokemon today know him from the Smash series. You could argue Lucario is up there with Pikachu, Eevee, and Mew as one of the franchise iconic Pokemon. That Mew? People, uh, Mewtwo, sorry. I'm a Mewtwo oh. from uh, from Smash and the movies and everything. Mm. Uh, as like just like general cultural relevance, Lucario is probably in the top five most significant Pokemon. Charizard would probably be the fifth one out there. Um, and... Fun fun facts, Lucario and the Mystery of Mew came out in 2006, I believe. So that's why I guess I had the slip up because they had the movie together. And Lucario has a very famous voice actor. And you think, oh, it's just some guy playing, saying Lucario's name or whatever. No, that's not true. The guy who voices Lucario, Sean Schemmel, is also the voice actor for Goku in Dragon Ball. So... He's, so Lucario is literally Goku. That's how cool he is. Uh, I I do uh, sub, so I wouldn't know uh, any of the English. Uh, voice <laughs> uh, even in Pokemon, you you watch uh, Satoshi, not Ash. Yeah, obviously. With um, I don't know any of the uh, Pokemon's name. I used for a while. I would nickname my Pokemon uh, with their Japanese names. Charizard is Lizardon. Lizard, yeah, Lizardon. Lizardon. Yeah, Lizardon. Uh, yeah, Lizard. Uh, it'd be it'd be the uh, Lizardon. Lizardon. Yeah. Yeah. That's not wrong. That's not me being offensive. That's no, no. How, that's how. Yeah, because I don't have else. Say it's wrong. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. In in Japanese and Pokin, they called it Lizardon. So. Oh really? Oh, in Pokin, you mean in the Japanese? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, my first pick. Uh, no surprise. The true best starter. The only starter that matters. Uh, Cyndaquil. <laughs> oh boy uh, just wow. uh i loved i don't know why like i know i like love bulbasaur but like i didn't like bulbasaur until i matured and really had refined taste <laughs> uh like gen 2 came out and i picked cyndaquil and i loved at just all three stages of his evolutions till they neutered what typhosion looks like in the later right. games yeah Listen, if this is not the Greg Odin of first overall picks, <laughs> I don't know what is. Cyndaquil? Are you kidding me? Look, I'm not I like, about I battling. Too. I'm not about battling. If I if Pokemon were real and my mom was like, go out on a Pokemon venture, I'd be like, oh, I get to have fun with my Pokemon friends. And I wouldn't care about the battling. That's how I approach this. I just like, what are Pokemon I just want to hang out with? That I'd be like, oh, if I'm on Pokemon Venture, we're just here having a fun time. Actually, I think I picked Mud Mudkip, right? Was the water type? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah that's who I That was in Gen 3. Oh, Gen 3. Okay, never mind. I messed it up then. But, yeah. Wait, no. Cyndaquil was... Oh, Cyndaquil was uh, Gen golden. Two. Right? Yeah, okay. gold, silver. Right. That's how terrible I am. All right. First pick of the second round for me. Um, do I just pick Pikachu? Do I be that guy? Uh, um, believe me, it's not on our list, so... No, I, I know. Don't know me. All right. Another guy... All right. Another guy that's probably not on your list... Um, 
is Vanillish. Um, I really like Vanillish. I think that <laughs> I like Vanillish because one, I like ice cream. I think he, <laughs> I think he looks did amazing. Did I call it Ted or did oh I call it? God. I was expecting that for the last pick, though. I was expecting a number two to be Vanillish. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I um. So when I graduated. During college and after I graduated college, I was a counselor for an after-school program, and there was one kid who would play Pokemon every day of the week, and he he would make me watch him play, and he just happened to have like seven Vanillish, in in, in I don't know what do you call it the inventory or whatever in the it is, box. Yeah. in the box yeah. And I thought it was the the cutest, most amazing Pokemon <laughs> ever. I know nothing about him except that he looks like ice cream. And I thought it was amazing. And I just asked him, what Pokemon is that? He told me it was Vanillish. And that's the only Pokemon after Ruby and Sapphire that I know of. And so <laughs> I'm picking them. Oh, my God. That's that's a take right there. Uh, yeah. Take. I like how you also had the option of, like, Vanillite and Vanillux, who are, like, cute or topper, you know, final evolution. You're like, you nope. With the middle one. Vanillish. Out there, I love it. I respect it. I like, like, that's one of the big arguments when that version came out, where people were like, "Oh, they've lost all imagination on what Pokemon should look like," and they were pointing to that one and Trubbish, which is just trash. And my always my counter to that is, yeah, I like Ball and Sludge. Yeah, which is Voltorb and Grimer, which is just like uninspired designs. But right. You know, yeah. We don't. Also, care. Pidgey, who is literally pigeon. He was he was regular bird yeah. sparrow sparrow as well yeah, yeah exactly all right is it is it my turn now yeah yes. all right it's time to end this competition because my second pick if is you pick great, is, I'm gonna be so mad uh, no definitely not objectively the greatest starter of all time and that is Infernape from Generation Four Fighting Fire mixed attacker very very versatile utility that it provides to a team i believe also in the anime it is technically it's either one or two as the best performing pokemon that ash has ever had in the in the win loss column in the anime i think it's like i think it's infernape ash greninja and septile are the top three but i forget what the the numbers are on on the on the win percentage. Um, You're bringing but in, stats <clears throat> to this. I wasn't prepared. Yeah, Infernape, uh, great speed tier, great items. You can never, especially in in draft leagues, you can never really prepare for it because you don't know what it uh, it could potentially be running because it's move pool so wide. And best best starter of the best generation. Boom! It's it's pretty much case closed. Infernape. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I was expecting some some. Uh, I know nothing about you both, you both chose fire type starters as your number one pick. You That's should fine. always pick the fire type starter. I agree. I disagree. I mean, Bulbasaur is probably the worst starter, right? No, no, a little bit. no. See, you guys are just bullying me. I didn't come here to be bullied. You just want fast satisfactions, like oh, I'll take two easy badges, no problem. Yeah, and then I'll get a, and then I got my Gyarados easy locked, and then you know I'll go buy my Jutini and problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, who's next? Me with my second pick. Yep. Yes. Oh, it's got to be the funny boy Gengar. Imagine all the funny bits I could do with a Gengar. It'd be we'd be pranking, having a good time, doing some laughs. It'd be great. We'd be having a rip roaring time. You would be friends with Gengar. <laughs> I don't know what 
that means, but it's I'll not take a it as a compliment. It's oh, not a compliment. compliment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gengar, Gengar is a laughing boy having a good time. That's it. That's all I got on Gengar. No, I used to like those levels too in in the games. Where like, what did you judge? You you guys would know this more than I am. What's the item that you had to get so you self scope? Self scope. Yeah. Oh man, it was so great. The, the episodes too with the ghost were amazing. Yeah, because they were in funny the boys season. having funny boy time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm always I'm down sorry, to have a funny I'm boy sorry. time. I'm trying to have a silly goose time with with some Pokemon and judges <laughs> were in statistics and Perez got basketball analogies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my 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 next pick is going to be Pikachu. You can't have you can't think of Pikachu. Uh, you can't think of Pokemon without Pikachu. I know it bothers Judge. Um, I think Judge in our conversation on our one on one pod, I think we mentioned that Pikachu was on a winning team. Maybe he wasn't, or I think I asked you to look uh, up. Oh, Raichu. 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 Okay. Yep. Raichu okay. won Worlds in 2016. Yeah. Pikachu's got the Mamba mentality. Not to mention that he's actually not. <laughs> not to mention that he's actually not a bad Super Smash Brothers player, um, as well. So I'm going to throw that stock uh, in there. Pikachu's he's good better. from level to level. Um, I get that Pichu is cute, but it's it, it's all that. Um, he's got a good number on the Pokemon Index, number 25. Judge, you would know this as a Yankee fan. 25 is for winners and big home run hitters, um, including, you know, greats like Mark Teixeira and um, <laughs> trying to think of another 25 on the Yankees. Wasn't Giambi 25? Giambi was 25, and right, Jason? Glaber. It's Glaber. And Glaber. It's Glaber. Right. Yeah. Eventually, you'll get a good 25. Eventually, Judge. we'll retire number 25. Correct. Or not. Actually, the Yankees should retire number 25 because everyone that bought a Jason Giambi jersey without the name on the back still has it, and exactly. it just transfers to the next player. Um, so that's it. I got to pick Pikachu because he's good in Super Smash Brothers. He was the first Pokemon that I ever loved, and um, he's he what he's meant to the Pokemon franchise. Um, he's the Mickey Mouse of, of Pokemon. I get that Like when you go to Disney World now, you're not going to see Mickey and Minnie. You're going to see like the newest Frozen characters or, or whatever the latest movie they is. New, but, they added new characters to Frozen too. Probably. I don't know. My girlfriend <laughs> would know way more of that. But like my point is like everyone that goes to Disney World now is not wearing Mickey and Minnie ears. They're wearing the ears of other things of other of other movies right. and it's like no you have to remember it all started with steamboat willie it started with mickey mouse um it started with pikachu pikachu's the phenomena over there and i wish there was a pokemon world that was like disney world over here because that would be much more fun to go to but i still love disney world um but you shouldn't go now and you should wear a mask and socially distance all right next <laughs> pick, who's up? even pikachu uh, here's some yes, fun fact about pikachu judge probably judge already knows this did you know that pikachu originally was not going to be the pokemon companion for ash who was it? Clefairy. Yep, Clefairy was going to be the mascot. That's interesting. Don't ask me why they changed it, because I don't know. Hey, bring back fat Pikachu. Remember Pikachu was fat? Yeah. And then he got, <laughs> got then he got into the limelight, got some lipo, because he was so popular now, and it's disgusting. No, nah, man, he hit the gym. Hit the no, gym. He's back no. with, the, with the Gigantamax form. Yeah, they have, they no, have fat I Pikachu. Wanted, I want fat Pikachu all the time. <laughs> Listen, I have, I have nothing against your Pikachu pick, Perez. It's just like you're like the guy trying to argue about how great Mike Trout is. It's just no, like people don't no, want to hear it. No, it's I know. like it's like it's like we're, it's like what's your favorite sandwich in Perez? It's just like yeah, ham and cheese yeah. <laughs> on white bread with mayonnaise. Right. Thanks, that's all I want. All right, on to my third round pick. It is from Generation Two, so Perez will hopefully remember this Pokemon. The uh, the flying normal type, Noctowl. Do you remember Noctowl? I do. So until Lucario came out, Noctowl was my favorite Pokemon. 
so I I don't know. I just liked owls, maybe because of like Hedwig and Harry Potter or whatever. Growing up as a kid, I loved Noctowl. I thought Hoot Hoot was adorable. So when he evolved into you know his, his adult version in in Noctowl, he was cool. He has the insomnia ability, which I can relate to because I also cannot fall asleep. Uh, and... That just comes with the territory for working for MLB. That's yeah. <laughs> So I can I can relate spiritually to to Noctowl and in the anime there was an episode with a a gold Noctowl with a shiny version of it. So what do you mean an episode? Ash caught him. It was on his team. No, I didn't say an episode. I said in the anime. I thought you just said an episode. No, I said in the anime Mm. there was there was a golden Noctowl, which was the shiny Noctowl. First shiny Pokemon Uh, in the anime, right? No, uh, uh, wasn't Ho-Oh shiny in the first episode? I just thought it was just pure gold, and they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Uh, yeah, well, but then you have to say, like, does pink Butterfree count? Because it's not the shiny Butterfree, but it is an altered-colored... We're getting too deep yeah, into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another day. Uh, but, yeah, I'll say Noctile is my favorite um, bird of any of the generations, and, you know, it's it's pretty cool to me. Also, one of my fr- Pokemon friends named Daz. That's his like online name. I always name my Noctowl Daz Towel because it like kind of kind of fits together. Very yeah. Nice. Anytime I catch a Scolipede, I name it Scoliosis because you know it's. You it's have, well, you have to. Yeah. You have to name Scolipede Scoliosis. That's all. yeah. That's the rule. Uh, so my pick, Judge. You're. Yep. All right, I'm cutting this shit. We're going to the most important culturally relevant Pokemon. There's no Pokemon Pokemon more. Turn this mic off. There's no no Pokemon more in the public zeitgeist that everyone recognized, and it's Magyo. Or Americans call it Stunfisk. Stunfisk is the stupidest looking Pokemon. I can't believe he exists, and I love every bit of him. Stunfisk is the Luis Castillo of... Of this no. here. Which Luis Castillo? Old Luis Castillo or now Luis Castillo? No, the one of who dropped the who dropped the catch <laughs> at second base. That's what Stunfisk is. Stunfisk he's is so ground, bad that he's good. He's a ground electric type. He's a fucking flounder, bottom feeder. He has a beak. He rules. His uh, his Pokemon cry sounds like a a rough day after eating Taco Bell. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh my god! Why is he named Magio? Because that's his Japanese name. That's his real, true, God-given name. That's so his Christian name. But when you nickname Stunfisk Magio, yeah. you're just nicknaming him his name. I'm giving him his real name, the way he should be called. Because I see this fake name that he has, and I go, this isn't the true... You know that meme of, like, uh, it's uh, Magneto, and it's like, give me the real Raven? <laughs> That's what it is. I just, I, looked up, it's perfection. I just looked up this guy, and he makes... <laughs> He makes Magikarp look superior, like far <laughs> superior. Hey, he could be. He could be. Hey, he could one shot uh, Gyarados. So you know. I'm sure he can. I mean, that's, remember, behind every Gyarados was the original Magikarp. You know, there was always a Magikarp behind a Gyarados. Um, so you could follow that advice in life. All right, my last pick. Um, it's going to be Scyther. Um, I love Scyther. Solid. That's a solid. Yeah, I like Scyther because of the Pokemon Stadium games. And that he was able to cut things. I feel bad because I'll never be able to hug his son with those uh, with those really sharp arms. Um, I love when he goes, Sai-ai-ai. 
um, which was awesome, which is kind of close to Psyduck, but Psyduck would be really annoying. Um, can we just talk about, just for like a quick 30 seconds, how awesome the Pokemon Stadium mini games were in the original? Oh, they were, the best. Like they were, they were fantastic. They that's, all I, that's all I did. Yeah, what I was had, your favorite one? What was your favorite mini game? Uh, it was a two-way tie between the Sandshrew and the Lickitung. Ooh, I like the Hitmontop spinning one, and I like the Scyther and Pinsir cutting. Yeah, yeah, I like the the cutting one, and that's why he made the list. Sandshrew was also on my list. I knew you guys wouldn't pick him, but I love Sandshrew. I like Scyther. He broke the tie, um, and he's just a badass looking Pokemon. He really is. Um, it, I don't know. I mean, you guys know more than I do, but have have the designs gotten better for the Pokemon? Or like it's a mixed bag. It's a mix, right? Yeah. But like those original 150 looked awesome. I mean, now listen, yeah. you had yeah, you had, Voltorb, you had, Electro. Well, Grimer that's what I was gonna Buck, say. You did have Sparrow, Rattata. Just so many iconic silhouettes when you think about design. All right, but I mean, like, <laughs> all right, maybe Gen Two was better. I don't know, but <laughs> but either way. Um, you're right. You know what? You're right. Maybe it's just my uh, my bias line. But Scyther, no, Scyther, Scyther rules. No, yeah. he has a great design. You know, when Scyther said Sci-AI, I felt that, you know? <laughs> just really, really understood what he was yeah. going through. Um, there's actually a great video on the design changes. I could try to find it for you if you were ever interested. Okay. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Send and, everything over. Yeah. About the di- design philosophy and how, like, so literally obviously designs are different because they're making new pokemon that have to look different from other ones but also the actual way and the shading and their designing of like feet and certain features and aspects of pokemon is a completely different mentality than how they do it and they actually show mock-ups of like how they would draw bulbasaur if he came out today compared to how they would show like a gen 8 pokemon if he was drawn in gen 1 oh you know what i mean so, so I gotta try right. to find the try yeah. to find the video. It's a really interesting video about like the philosophy of uh, you know art or whatever. Um, also, imagine choosing Scyther in a world where Scizor exists. Wouldn't be me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we're gonna go to my last pick, uh, and that's gonna be Emolga. Now I don't know if Perez is familiar with Emolga or not. I feel like uh, I do. How is that any better than Stunfist? I will tell you why. So emo, emo, L G A. So, Amolga came out in Generation 5. It was the first electric flying-type Pokemon, so it was immune to ground. Now, if you remember, electric's only weakness is ground. So, obviously, it gained a weakness in ice and rock, but at the time, that was a really cool feature that you had an electric-type who wasn't weak to ground. I know we have Electros, too. Wasn't that the same generation? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's so Amolga is one of my favorite Pokemon. I think it's just adorable. He he's just like cuter Pikachu, in my opinion. I think Amolga is actually cuter than Pikachu is. And I had him on my team in Gen 5. I've tried to use it competitively. It's it's not worth the effort. It's really, really not a good competitive <laughs> Pokemon. But just like I remember there was a meme back in Gen 5 when it came out. Like somebody drew, they had their Pikachu, and he was like going up to the gym, uh, Elise's gym, and she had the Amolga. It's like Oh, wait, why can't I hit it with a ground attack? It's like, oh, it's electric flying. And they're like, electric flying, you know, mouse rat or whatever. And then they just punt the Pikachu away because <laughs> they didn't need they didn't need Pikachu anymore. Uh, so, yeah, Amolga, that's my Pokemon that I have following me now in Sword and Shield because you can have a Pokemon follow you in the new nice. DLC. So I always have Amolga following me because it's yeah, just so yeah, adorable. No, he's, he's no sad, slow, slow poke. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. 
Uh, my last pick, right? We're on our last pick. Yes. Last pick of the pod. I don't know if I want to go off off list for this. Oh god. I think I am. I think I'm gonna go with Heracross. Oh, that's a solid pick. Thank you. I've uh, I was it's it was between him and Snorlax, but I was like, oh, yeah, sleeping on a Snorlax would be cool, but Heracross just rules. I love fighting types. That's my favorite typing. And bug fighting, you could only get him in one way, and you know by headbutting a tree. Yep. And he loved sucking on Bulbasaur's sweet, sweet nectar in the anime. <laughs> that he did. And also his shiny rules. Yeah, uh, Heracross yeah. used to be one of my favorite Pokemon back in the day, back with Noctowl. So I can respect it. Yeah, yeah. not bad. Look up uh, shiny Heracross, Perez, quick. All yeah. right, I'll do that you now. have to see it. You have to see it. That's, that's what I'm breeding for right now. Oh, God. Give me one. A shiny one or just a good statted one? Yes. <laughs> it does look pretty awesome. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's pink. It's beautiful. There it is. All right. Guys, this is fun. Uh, we've been talking for two hours, but the pod, I think we're at now coming up to an hour 50. So this will be the longest pod. In yeah. John Talks history, so I'll take that. Yeah. Um, but it was good talk down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for thanks for having me on. I hope I get invited back sometime. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the ratings are. You know. Yeah, I was well, say, you know. Hey, point. break break that up, Magyos, uh on the OP, uh, OU listing on oh, yeah. uh, on Smogon, and you know. Yeah, Drakovich uh, is put on the IL actually, so you know, <laughs> I'll get the I'll get the Ken Rosenthal retweet. You know. Thank you all so much for tuning into the double dip of John Talks this week. Please be sure to rate and subscribe, and we'll see you next week.